Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hey folks, Pastor Bob here. We've been talking with Damian Andrews about his book, Be the Black Hole, and folks, if you missed part one, you need to go back and catch up, because this is the conclusion of part two, and I mean, it's basically discussing you know, the law of attraction on steroids. I'm telling you, you need to get this book. But let's jump right back into the interview now with Damian Andrews. I also read this, and I want to ask you what you mean by money, love, success, and peace are all within an easy grasp for us. Yeah, no, great, great question. Um, basically, what that means is, is you have the power to choose. Whatever it is that works for you, you have the power to choose. And that was the one thing that you were given. I mean, it, how, I'm not, how many times is it in the Bible where it says, you know, you, you have the control over yourself. You are given free will. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing you have. The power. So you have the power to choose what you want. So whether, you know, whatever you want to live, however you want to live, um, you can you can do that. And it's in easy grasp because, again, you've got those principles. If you want to have a happy relationship, when you're dating, date someone you like. You know? that, that usually works out better, yeah. <laughs> but how many times have you had, I, 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 it astounds me when I'm, I'm listening to some people talk and they'll be talking going, oh, I hate how my partner does this. And, and I go, did they do that when you met? And they go, yeah. So well. <laughs> You, they did it when you met, and now you're complaining about what they're doing. I mean, hello, maybe not date them, um, you know, or date someone else. It's if you're going to complain about it now, why? And the other thing with that too is, is how we think. And and I can't remember the exact quote within the Bible, but it is something along those lines. Of, well, it's exactly along those lines, but I can't remember the, the way the quote is. How you think is what transpires in your life. Mm-hmm. And so if you in this is where, if you're looking at your partner and you're going, oh, I hate the way they do that. Oh, I hate the way they do this. I hate the way they do that. That's your focus. And all of a sudden you're going to feel crappy about your relationship. You're going to hate the person. <laughs> and you know, you're going to have a poor relationship. But if you look at what you like about the person, and remember that, because you're you are, It'd be it's rare that a person unless you were forced into it, you you the, <laughs> but that's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if you if you've met the person you've dated and all that kind of stuff, you liked that person. So what was it about that person that you liked? And if you focus on that and say, oh, you know, if you wake up in the morning and go, you know, I, I like this person, and that's where gratitude is really important. If you are grateful for what you have and you focus on, oh, you know, this person does that, or in that moment when they're starting to really drive you up the wall, go, hang on, what do I like about this person? What, Or what, even better, what do I love about this person? And then all of a sudden that shifts and you go, hang on a minute, and when you're about to get angry at the person, you go, hey, actually, darling, I really love you because of 
whatever it is. And and all of a sudden you, that changes. And But what that does um, is as soon as you start focusing on what you like, it produces dopamine in your body, which makes you feel good. And then you go through that cycle. Amen. And I was interesting because I, I was doing a lot of study on that and I've trained myself now this is unconscious. It's, I don't have bad days at all. I don't have days where I'm upset in the sense of, you know, I, I'm going, oh, shit, why is all this happening? Um, everything is useful. Um, and so, and it's not, you have to find the good in it. To me, I treat an event, I, I've, I've stolen from Shakespeare, and, I, and it's in the Bible too. I can't remember where it is, but I, I, it is in the Bible. But it, I, I use the, Shakespeare, the quote from Hamlet, Hamlet, scene to act two, where it says, nothing is good or bad, thinking makes it so. So everything for me that happens, it, to me, I just treat it, it's an event. Yeah. yeah. Now, how so, do I use that to get what I, where I want to go? And the presupposition to that question is I know where I'm going. And that's where we come back to what you asked about those five points. It's what do you want? What do you choose for your life? What sort of person do you want to be? And so many people that I know that are in really happy relationships, they were very clear about what they wanted in a partner for not not physical looks, but what character type they wanted to be with. And as a result of that, because they're clear about that, they went, okay, when they were dating, this person doesn't quite meet that, so I'm not going to date them anymore. I'm going to go with someone else. And I think that then comes back to that that inner love that you have that you were granted when you were born um, and the forgiveness that you were, were given before you were born, that you are an amazing being inside. And when you recognize that when you can separate your an amazing being from behavior, sometimes we do things wrong and we go, okay, yeah, I messed that up. And that's why God forgives you. That's I believe right. anyway. Amen. God right. forgives you because you are this ball of light inside. You're this amazing thing. You may have done something stupid, but that's why you, yeah. you get forgiveness because <laughs> you're still a you know, good person inside. Amen. Um, Amen. I have to ask about your podcast because you have a podcast yeah. called Growing Revenue and Profit Podcast. And, and I love yeah. the concept of, of giving the topic and then you ask, who am I? Explain that for our listeners. <laughs> well, that, that's, um, yeah, it's a combination of both because for me, I've learned there's so much more I would have liked to have done to help people, but I wasn't able to because I didn't have the resources to do it. And so that's for me was, you know, how do we, how do I have more power to help people? Well, having resources to do it's going to make a difference. And that's where I've spent a lot of time working out how can I um, earn money so that then I can use some of that. And I think it says, again, in the Bible, I said, I, I'm not, I, I, I take from Einstein where Einstein said, don't remember anything you can look up. And the Bible has a very good reference system in it. So you exactly. can look Amen. Amen. <laughs> So I apologize for not giving the references here. I'm not, I'm not good on Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was always about, this is, it's, it's about how do you leave the world a better place? And what can you do? And for me, that's always what it's been about. How do we, how do I have more resources that I can then use to help other people? And by having more resources, I'm adding value anyway. The, the work that I do, the reason we get paid is because you, you're adding value. So I try Amen. and add a lot of value, um, which, you know, therefore I get paid a lot. 
um, when, and then I can use, you know, some of that to help other people. And I, I actually, you know, as I've talked about this a few times there in my life where I've, I've haven't had the money technically to give. There was one auction. There was one time where I went to an auction and I was in a very difficult place financially because of an, a number of circumstances that were happening at the time. Um, but I went, Oh, what the hell? And I pretty much bid on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I spent, I think I spent about ten thousand dollars at this auction, um, <laughs> and and I thought, oh, what the hell, I'm going to do it, and and I did it, and and it helped a lot of people, and and again, that was one of those times where it was a low point. I gave when I probably shouldn't have, um, if I was really protecting myself, but I think when I think about it, I was protecting myself. I was helping others, which then resulted in in my life turning around. Yeah, amen. Um, That's so true. So true. Yeah. How long have you been doing your podcast? Um, the podcast, the other podcast that, so I did the growing revenue and profit one for a little bit, and then I switched that to doing the share.care podcast. Okay. Um, so now we're, we've, we've over, uh, we cracked a hundred episodes last week. Praise and, the Lord. Amen. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's and, and that one's, I wanted to shift it a little bit because I wanted to bring more attention to, to share.care. Um, which was because that's about that. Tell us about sharing. Yeah, well, how that came about was the the Family Peace Foundation, which you mentioned earlier, which I helped set up, but I wasn't the founder of that. The 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 um the the founders were um uh some some wealthy people in in Melbourne that wanted to set that up, and they engaged me to do that. To, and it was to help. It was to help um uh, uh in the family violence space but what i learned when i was doing that was um if you want um if you for example if you want help learning to speak publicly you'd go to go to toastmasters if you want to you know if you've got an alcohol problem and you want help with that you you go to aa um and you know and aa is a good example because in most places in the world, uh, if you put in your postcode in an AA website um, within seven kilometres or three and a half miles in, in your vernacular um, of where you live, there'll be an AA meeting happening that night. But when in doing this work and research, I found that if you have a relationship problem, um, if, if you want, you know, if maybe you just want some support with your, you know, your family or you're having problems with a teenager or, or things like that. Um, there wasn't anywhere that you could just immediately go. Yes, you could go and see a counsellor, but that costs money. There are some government organisations, certainly in Australia, there's some government organisations, but the wait list for those was a couple of months when you compare that to a meeting, you know, that night. Yeah. Um, and so I was looking at that going, this is, this is, you know, where does the help really need to be? I mean, I'm not saying don't help people that want to speak publicly or alcohol, people that need help, help with alcohol, but, you know, relationships are really important for, I yeah. think, everybody, um, and the help wasn't there. And then in doing working with um, Family Peace Foundation, we did a filming session where we invited people from strong families, and not couples, just the individual person, and we had, um, we filmed and we had two prominent psychologists come in as well. So we had a, this dinner party and, and, we, and we had more people than there were seats. 
And so we were rotating people in. We had women and, and men. And so the psychologists were asking them questions about how they dealt with certain problems. And these people from strong families were describing how they dealt with certain problems that people have in life, which was really good. And we're getting some really good advice that we could share with people. But coming from a corporate background, and, and I was directing it, I noticed that the men were starting to do a lot of the talking. And, and having that corporate background and, and going, uh, I, my first thought was, oh, my, oh, oh my. The men are dominating the conversation because you get that in corporate you know, board meetings. Oh, the men dominate the conversations. So I went to the ladies who were off camera and I said, look, I'm a bit worried because it seems the men are dominating the conversation and, and I don't, you know, I, I want to make sure it stays balanced. And all the, those women stood up and they said, no, we, we never hear men talking about this stuff. We're loving listening. <laughs> and a light bulb went off and went, oh, so men in a safe environment will open up. They will talk. Amen. That was, yeah, so that was the first thing. And the second thing that stood out was about a month and a half later, um, I called around everybody and, and you know, tried to get um, some feedback and say, if we do it again, how do we, we, how do we do it better? What I found was, they went away, the people there went away, organized their own dinner party to have these conversations. And so it became right. So I put that together with, you know, the Toastmasters, they have a structure for somebody to go away and just do what they do. No, no one has to control it. They've just said, here, go ahead and do it. And so that's what I did. I went and said, okay, these are the principles that make a strong, healthy, inspiring relationship. And so there's 10 principles there. Well, the first one is, is know yourself, you know, self-responsibility, um, personal responsibility. Uh, and so there's there's 10 principles to and to coming down to having a plan, having, um, you know, being committed to having a strong, healthy, inspiring relationship, controlling addiction. So these are all principles that are in there that if you do those 10 things, they you, you know, you will have a strong, healthy, inspiring relationship with with whoever you're with. Awesome. Even if it's with your dog. Uh, you know? Oh. And then we we took that a step further. Got you got your little puppy there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we took that a step further because we we're looking at it going, okay, what is it, you know, there's something that was, it just felt there was something missing. And then we, we're looking at that and, and then we worked out what it was and we go, what we really need is you've got these principles, which is great, but what happens when you're in this iffy moment and, you you know, there's it, I put in a contractual term, you know, you've got to contractually allowed to, but morally you should, you're thinking should I or shouldn't I, but contractually I'm allowed yeah. to. Yeah. Um, so what we did was we were looking at that and, and thought, where is the, the, the a guiding principles here? And, and there was a number of different things, but thought we thought about it and went, the Knights Code. Mm. I, I know, I know we can, you know, there's different religions and things that we can draw from, but we wanted to take something that can be applicable to a, to a broader spectrum. We went, the Knights Code of Chivalry. So we took that, and so a lot of the principles are in it from the Bible anyway. Um, and we looked at that and went, okay. And and so we actually rewrote the code, and and things like you know to to laugh at yourself and not take offense at the opinion of others, you know. And that, that's similar sort of thing, you know. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. So we created the code, which you know is deals with 
very specific things. We even have, you know, to deal with violence. We have the code for that where, if, I mean, if you took violence out of a football game, it'd be pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. But so if true. someone tackles someone at a set of traffic lights, that's not appropriate. So we so we actually wrote the code around that going, well, violence is okay on in an arena, you know, the sporting field, to the extent allowed by the rules of that game. So you don't walk onto a to a um you know to a footy field with a shotgun because it's just you know it's not that's not how you play the game. Um, and the other component of that was to to the minimum extent required to defend yourself, um, if necessary, you know, to but to the minimum extent required. Um, and my son, um, you know, he does martial arts. He's actually about to get his black belt um, this week. And on Saturday, he he doesn't know yet, but the sensei gave me a, a heads up, um, and he's been he's been working very hard for that. But the sensei, and, and I love this guy; he's awesome. He talks about you know the first the, the first principle. You know, the, he has five Ds, and the first principle is distance. Whenever there's conflict, put some distance between yourself and the other person. Um, you know, it's only a very very last resort that you do do you might then if you know if someone's if there's no other way out of it, then you might then push back. So that's what we wanted to do. That's where shared.care came from. We were going, awesome. okay, how do we create strong, healthy, inspiring relationships? Ten principles and the code. Um, and the code keeps it. It gives you that highest set of principles to draw from from how do you how do you um behave when you when you're in those areas of uncertainty well these are the highest set of principles we go to yeah amen amen praise the lord that's good now you also have numerous books but i want to talk briefly about uh one that's about to be published be yeah. the black hole become a force <laughs> so powerful your goals come to you that's an yeah. awesome title and in this Thank book you. you break down the steps for someone to to, they can use to become a powerful black hole magnet, basically. Mm -hmm. right? Explain yeah. that for us. Yeah, that, I mean, this is really next level stuff as well. But again, it's uh, the it's the law of attraction. It's it's in the in the Bible as um, was as you think, so you shall become. Uh, I'm not sure if that's exact words, but the, somewhere in the Bible it ref references how your thinking is is what you attract into your life. And this is what we're looking at from that perspective is it's and the analogy also comes, I mean, have you ever, you've lost something and I think most people have lost something and been searching all around the house and you search in silly places like the freezer and the washing machine and you look for it and then, and then, and then all of a sudden you give up and you go into the kitchen and there it is sitting on the bench right in front of you. And it, yeah. and it was always there. And the principle behind that is you have in your brain your uh, what's called the reticular reticular activating system, your RAS, and that filters what you see and or what you're aware of. And when you train your reticular activating system to focus on what you want, and I do that, I'm a, I'm I'm still a 12 year old kid technically, and I play with a lot of I play with a lot of Lego. Um, I love my Lego, and I use that as an exercise. Is when I'm looking for a piece, I spread all the pieces out, and I look at the piece that I want to that I need for the next part, and I focus on that, and almost immediately I'll see where it is in that big pile of Lego. And it's about part of it is about training your mind to be very clear about what it is that you want and then allowing things to happen to flow in place and to see things that that happen. But also to when you create that 
There's areas of your unconscious mind that you don't know of that are actually working in your favor. And I did this a while ago, and my friends hate me for it. It's kind of funny. Is uh, I set a goal that I was going to, um, wherever I went, I was going to get a car park out front more often than not. I didn't say always. I said more often than not. But it, it's quite ironic how often we'll go somewhere and there'll be a busy, it'll be a busy car park, busy place. And just as I'm driving up, someone will pull out right where I was. And not only that, they'll leave money in the meter. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> exactly. And it's, but what it is, is, is we're tapping into, but there's a process where you can train your brain to do that. And that's what the book will, will take you through is how to set yourself up, how to set up the clear um, goals, how to deal with your beliefs, how to manage yourself all the way through so that you can be, so that you can have that. And, and I find that for me, that happens all the time now where I'll be wanting to do something, there'll and I mentioned a challenge will come in uh, my way. I have this attitude that it's not good or bad. It's not. A, it's just a thing. How do I use it to get where I want? And almost immediately now, the solution is right there in front of me, and I just yeah. keep moving forward. And it's amazing how much I get done in a day simply because of that. And that's that's that power of the black hole is that the black hole is is actually your unconscious mind attracting all these things because you allow it to. Um, and an example is that one of my, the companies that I run is a private equity company. And often I will have a choice to make between two stocks, um, both equally the same mm. on paper um, as, as a choice. And I've got to choose one. I can only choose one because of the way the the investment fund works. I'm not going to be able to put the money in both of them. And more often than not, I'll choose the one that performs better. Amen. But not not because, you know, I'm smart or anything like that, but because I've set things up that allow the unconscious to, to pay attention to things that I'm not consciously aware of. And, it, and we've all had that experience where you have that gut feeling, you go, oh, you know, it's just a feeling. When you get in tune with that because your mind's paying attention to it and maybe it's divine intervention, if you know, that might be the case too. I don't know, but there's forces outside there that when you allow yourself to receive them, you talked about that before in the pre-show about you know, receiving the advice of what God was trying to do. When you actually let go and go, okay, that ah, I get what you're t- trying to tell me, yep. all of a sudden yep. your life becomes a lot easier. And that's what the, the book is about. That's what Amen. being the black hole is about. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, you talk about the parking lot thing. I do that all the time. When we're driving to the mall, I say, okay, Lord, I need a parking spot up front, you know. and, and Exactly. And I mean, it works. 90% of the time, like you said, sometimes, I'll be, oh, man, okay, Lord, I need a spot up front. And I see this car backing out, right? Because I'm like like three cars. Pro. Thank you, Lord. How about that? You know? And, and, that's and I always give happen. thanks. I always give thanks. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Always give thanks, praise yeah. the Lord. Yeah, because yeah. I mean that's important. You know, a lot of people. You can't ask God for a parking. I do time, and He gives me my request. I mean, you know, yes, you can. It's awesome. Where is it written that you can't? That's right. <laughs> well, it's not fair. Somebody else behind you. Well, I was the guy behind you. That's why you went past. Me, so. <laughs> exactly. You know. <laughs> Praise Lord. We're buddies, me and God, so that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Yeah, the the thing is, it's just the law of attraction is what it is also. I think it is. And and I think, too, if you really believe, you know, that you deserve 
good things. And God set you up to do that. God didn't set you here to suffer. Um, you know, I think, I mean, when you talk about, and I love the story about it was the Israelites walking around the desert for for um, for 40 years. God gave free will. Well, I think they only wrote the part where the, the the people walked around for 40 years. I'm sure there were people that dropped off and said, hang on a minute. God said, I've got free will. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to go over here and 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 have fun with my family and not walk around anymore. Uh, and I, I often wonder about that story, wondering, was that a test of free will? And you've you've walked around the desert 40 years when you could have actually just gone off and done something else. And, and where did they end up 40 years later? Right back in the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> so people, they could have had a farm, you know, set up, you know, camp and and just, I wonder. I said, I wonder about that story. Is that a <laughs> metaphor for for actually? This is God's lesson. If you don't exercise the free will I gave you, you're going to walk around for forty years and end up in the same spot. And you've got spot. free will. I gave and you free many, will. How many people have done that in their lives today? They look Correct. back. You know, they're they're sixty years old, and they mm. look back to where they're at in their twenties. They got the same amount of money in the bank. Still driving an old car, renting yeah. a house instead of owning a house, you know, and basically they've walked in this whole circle. Exactly. And God gave you free will. You just you just need to choose, That's follow cool. those simple principles that God set for you. <laughs> Don't walk around the desert for 40 years. He didn't, you know, just choose. So go You've into got the promised plan. land. Go to the exactly. promised land, you know. Exactly. Well, it's all corporate giants over there, you know. Well, if that's what the only the irony was in, in that, as I mentioned before, I came from a um, um, my my grandparents when they came out, they had a suitcase. That was it. Yeah. And my um my where the work was was six and a half seven hours away. So my granddad um lived six and a half or seven hours away from my grandmother and my dad and and his sister. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. it's hard for us to fathom today that, you know, we, uh, you and I are chatting. We're on the other side of the planet. We can see each other. Yeah, yeah. Their communication was my grandfather writing a letter, taking a week to get to my grandmother, my grandmother writing a letter back. So they spoke to each other once every two weeks in written form mm. and saw each other every six weeks. Yeah. My grandfather then, he managed to save enough money to buy some land build he built so he worked he worked a second job and built a two-room house two room not two bedroom two room house dirt floor wood stove then only then could my grandmother and my my um my my dad and and his sister move and 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 then be together and we forget how much you know um you know that life was like that and how grateful we should be for what we've got today because we can we can achieve so much today we can do so much to help other people and and as a result help ourselves well your book uh you, know, you break down the steps now it's not published yet it's in the pre taking pre-orders right yeah we're, we're actually changing the format of how that's going to be delivered so we've got a, a, some in, some interesting innovations in there which which is coming out but yeah so the, there's a different way that's going to be published now okay when will it be I'm, not published? Re- I'm not revealing that yet so oh. but, it, <laughs> but we have got yes for anyone that that does pre-order it will um you know we'll get the but it's going to be so much better than than a book 
Okay. So, and so you're taking the pre-orders though, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how can they do that? How can they get involved? Well, just have my website, DamianAndrews.com. Um, and that's a way to contact me if you ever want to reach out to me or anything like that. Um, you just search Damien Andrews. I'm, I'm every, every link on the front page. Amen. Um, amen. Amen. So I'll put all links to that down in the show notes below. Praise the Lord. That's been good. Folks, as Damien shared, inside of you right now is greatness. You have the potential on the inside of you. And it's just trying to get out. That's all it wants to do is get out. Just waiting to be unleashed. I want you to drop down the show notes, get in touch with Damien Andrews right now while you're thinking about it. Just reach out, get in touch, ask your questions. Check out his website. His website's awesome, by the way. I'm telling you, uh, there's a lot of information in there, and you can click the link, listen to the latest podcast episodes. You can check out a few of the coaching programs he has that'll help you achieve your goals. Folks, drop down the show notes, click the links, get in touch right now. And while you're in the show notes, be sure to order your copy of his great book, Be the Black Hole, Become a Force So Powerful, Your Goals Come to You. It's going to be a huge blessing to you. Get in on the pre-order right now. So as soon as it's published, it's in your hands. Amen. Damien, thank you again for coming on the program. And I do appreciate your time. I know it's a little late out there, uh, but you're already up. You might as well just go to work. So <laughs> I, I will do that. You're doing. <laughs> and uh, thank you very much for having me on the show. It's been an absolute honor and a blessing. I, I'm I'm actually deeply touched by, um, yeah, thank you very much. Amen. Appreciate it. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. Until next time, it's Pastor Bob reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org.
Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success. Thank you.